evening and welcome to tonight's guest, uh, Dominic Murphy. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, I'm all right. Cheers. Good stuff. So if you'd um, if you'd like to tell me a bit about your loss to start us off. Well, um, yeah, we um, we lost um, two babies quite early on in the pregnancy. Um, they were about six, seven months apart. Um, the first one we lost was about this time last year. Um, and that was like a massive blow to us because like it's we've always wanted to be parents like me and yeah. my partner really she's uh, <clears throat> we've uh, always just had it in as the plan like we weren't really trying but if it happened it happened and uh, when we did lose I I just I didn't know how to react I didn't know if I was like validated to feel the loss that I felt and things like that like. Yeah. I didn't take any time off work and stuff like that because I like I'd never really known anything about miscarriages before, and um, I could see how much it was affecting my partner and things like that. And that was the hardest thing I think about it was seeing how upset she was, and there was nothing really I could do about it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's like the, the the first thing you try to do is try to fix things as as a bloke. I've always found that, and you, you kind of feel a bit lost, don't you? It's uh, yeah, definitely. yeah. It's, it's it's not a good uh, not a good feeling when you you can't help the person that you love. No, definitely not. So I mean, I I, I would just say um, Im- impacted you um, after your losses. Oh well, me mentally, I like it was tough, really tough because of the, the job I work in. It's uh, I look after kids in care and um, I've been like seeing them spending time with them every day it was like a bit of a reminder of what I'd lost and um, how could people treat the kids they had and had looked after so badly to make them come into care and things like that like knowing the stories that they've had but then like the products out of that job it it slipped a bit because obviously you just you can't focus and you're just thinking about other stuff constantly yeah it's tough yeah, it's um, it, it it's always a tough one, especially after a loss. Is like seeing other people with the kids. I I, I remember an incident. It was about three weeks after um my son's mother had uh, got out of the hospital. There was a lady on the bus giving her a two year old child a can of Red Bull, yeah. and I had to drag her off. The, I had to drag my son's mother off the bus because it wouldn't have ended very well. But that's what yeah. it do, that's what it does to your mind, though. You know what I mean? It like it just. Yeah. You, you you see Reddit like the smallest sort of sort of thing, and it it's like a kick in the the nuts. I'd say yeah. personally, yeah, definitely, yeah, I understand that completely. Uh, child loss has a, a an impact on anybody uh, uh, as a couple, and that w- would you say it's made you both closer? Or yeah, I think so. Um, we think with our first loss, we struggled a bit to communicate. Yeah, and I think that impacted our second loss a lot more yeah. um, like we both took our second loss I'd say harder I, I don't know because like we just both shut down on the first one whilst we learned from that and on the second loss we um, we definitely communicated more and spoke about our feelings more and I think that really helped me personally get past it I think I've struggled a bit less this time around because I've been able to communicate more yeah communication yeah communication is one of them things in it if you you kind of get out of it what you put in yeah definitely but it's it, it's easy to shut down as well I'd say because it's it's fight or flight in it and sometimes shutting downs it feels like yeah. the right thing to do but it might not necessarily be the best thing to do yeah definitely um 
So what, what sort of support did you get after your, um, your losses? Because obviously I, I know um, through Tommy's that um, they've, they've got the campaign for the concurrent miscarriages at the moment. Um, mm, yeah. And obviously, you know, you've, you've got to have quite a few concurrent miscarriages before you really get much help these days, which is quite sad. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think it's three now that they're on and they're, they're wanting to stop that um, and bring it down, obviously, because... Like, I don't know about any other body else, but like, you're there thinking, oh, oh, we'll just have to have one more before we get any issues. And obviously, that's the last thing we want. Yeah. And um, I think me, uh, my mum and dad were, um, were both a lot closer to than Ellie's parents. It's about through both the losses, like, um, we've struggled a bit being in our house on our own and just like when it's quiet and things yeah. like that, you've like, had um, so like they've they've always had sort of an open door policy. My dad like yeah, just come over and stay. They've got like they've got no issues with us like just bobbing around. Like I'm, I mean now like after we've just been to rugby and that, it's always yeah. been a family thing. And, like I think they helped a lot and they've supported Ellie, my partner, really really well. It's obviously he feels a bit tougher and had to actually have all the physical pain as well as the emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so supports a, a a difficult one. So because my my parents when I lost uh, lived like two hundred miles away. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't I, I didn't have that support network. But um, like the, the the one thing that I soon started realizing was like the complete lack of stuff geared up for like blokes out there. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there was just a but, huge huge gap for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's why we sort of. I was sort of all guns blazing with this Tommy stuff was because, well, if I'm not getting supported, I want that to change. I want people to know that there's bloody blokes out there that yeah. feel the same way that I do. And like, you just want to jump in and get the help that blokes deserve because you're both parents and you're both lost. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, t- touching up on that, um, was there anything you wish there was more f- out there for dads? Yeah, 100%. Like, um, I think when my missus rang up the dots and things, because obviously of COVID and whatever, like, she couldn't go and be seen because it weren't, we weren't needed to go to hospital because it was so early in the pregnancy and what have you. She, the bit of, like, the terminology they used and stuff like that, when she told me, I'll, I'll fume it. Like, you just lose face and faith in the NHS and stuff like that. And then you're like, but who do I turn to now? Like, what's the story? Like, who can help me? Yeah. You just don't know what to look. Yeah. Some some of the, um, just touching up on the terminology, like, t- till I'd lost Oliver, like, obviously, I'd never had a clue about child loss. I'd never really had yeah. anybody in my life who'd lost a child. And um, so, some of the terminology is quite shocking and, Oh, definitely. It takes definitely. it takes your breath away, though. It's like, how how's that even? You know, somebody's struggling at the most, um, well, the worst time of their life, and you know, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of compassion rather than medical yeah. terminology, which can come off quite harsh sometimes. I think. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, I remember um, coming home from work, and me and Mrs. were in tears, like after the phone call and stuff, and she's like, I can't remember the exact term, but it was like, they didn't use 
the name, like the baby. It was like the result of the pregnancy and stuff like this. And you're like, you what? You mean my child and stuff like that? That you just yeah, it's it, it's sad for me because I mean, my, mine um, mine was neonatal, um, mm. but when you when you look at things and you know you see things on social media and everything, like early pregnancy, there is. So such a lack of support for people out there. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. Like stillbirth seems to quite get quite a big focus. Mm, yeah. Um and then next I'd say like near natal, and between early losses and anybody who loses like adult children, there's like mm. a massive like lack of support. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think um, I wrote a blog for Tommy's a while ago. Um, I uh, I wrote up in there like how there was literally nothing for parents like us that had had an early loss. Yeah, and like you just sort of expected to move on from it. But like, uh, like you say, like as soon as you get, as soon as they tell you that they're pregnant, like your mind shoots off. Like, oh, brilliant! I can't wait to like take him to his first football game, take him to whatever, like, just all the brilliant fantasies you've had in your heads and, like, just assuming you're going to be a dad and, like, yeah. be out there for, God knows, like, raise me to the world and whatever you, but obviously you don't get it. Well, that's, that's, that's one thing I've always said. It's, like, you're not just losing, you know, a pregnancy or a child. You, you know, you lose hopes and dreams and plans and yeah. everything else that you've got in your head for, for the child, you know what I mean? And, like, people don't seem to, like, connect the two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's definitely. But um, yeah, what? How did the whole Tommy's Rocks thing get started then? Cause that's really intriguing. That. Um, well, Elia, we always like sort of follow like local stuff on Instagram and Facebook and that. Yeah. And we'd seen like um, people hiding uh, rocks, like just like um, sort of like geotagging and whatever. Yeah. And like we're always out with dogs walking them and what have you. We thought. Oh, that'd be a really good idea. Like we'd seen it about and stuff like that, and thought that's a really good way of like spreading messages and like sort of get our name out there and stuff like that to like offer support and offer yeah help and raise awareness for Tommy who was there for us. And um, yeah, it was like so we started and like <laughs> we just like rocked up with the missus with about twenty bags in there. <laughs> <rocked and> <laughs> I'd come along to that, and you're like, what are you doing? And then she goes into it, like, wow, oh, brilliant. And um, so we both sat there with um, acrylic little pens and stuff, and I'm getting sold off for my artwork and stuff like that. <laughs> so I'd write a few things, and I'll deliver them, and things like that. Yeah, I, I, I actually think they're brilliant, because I, I, I came across um, both of you on a, it was a Facebook post on Tommy's, actually. Right. Where I come across it, and I'd seen it, and I thought that's a really, really unique way of doing stuff. That, yeah, yeah, that's really. But I, I noticed you do like. Um, I think the last thing I'd seen was the spring book project. Yeah, so um, both like me and Ellie said, well, it's like we we're going through our losses. Like, like we both love reading and things like that and like we couldn't wait to like read little storybooks to um, our kids and things like that and um, <clears throat> so we thought right we can while the weather's getting a bit brighter and stuff like that we can uh, get a few books 
like and uh, just put them out like on benches and whatever, like near parks and stuff. We'll sit and watch and take it and things like that. Post little um, messages and what have you. Yeah. And then rehide it, sort of like the rocks thing. But um, <laughs> when we put it on and the response we had for asking for books and like for what it was for was amazing. Like in two days, we'd collected over a thousand books. That's, and, like, that's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> my living room, like we've got a little house <laughs> My living room's just full of books. I'm like, right. And they're dancing over um, about 20 piles of books trying to get them yeah. burned. <laughs> but it's 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 good to see people finding, like, different little ways of, you, you know, raising awareness or, you know, yeah. little little acts of kindness, so to speak, you know, like just yeah. leaving the books and that. I think that's absolutely wonderful. It really is. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. But uh, is, there, is there anything else you've got planned for the rest of the year? Well, um, we're focusing on the books at the minute, but um, we've because we've had so many, we've uh, emailed a few um, schools and things like that, and um, like little uh, crashes and what have you, and they've yeah. snapped up the chance to like take the books and like pass them all on, which is a brilliant way because like you know they're just going to get everywhere then, like oh, in our really, local area. Like, yeah, that's really move good. On a bit more. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That really is. But yeah, but no, it's. Uh... It's been really nice uh, talking to you. Oh, thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to Brain, Heart, Body. If you would like to reach out to us, please contact us via our Facebook page, Oliver's Legacy Media Group.